back with Vershawn Jackson, sponsored by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back in hour number two, a little bit into hour number two, I should say. Captain, sponsored by Wingstop, Nick Sander with you, no VJ today or next week. He's on vacation, taking a much needed break. Had to get everything situated over here. I had to plug in my laptop, all that good stuff. It was almost dying. Once again, thanks to Ramel Lloyd Jr. for stopping by, getting on the show for a little bit. If you missed any of that conversation, go over to theticketfm.com. The podcast page, it'll be podcasted a little bit later today once we get off the air. Still plenty of stuff to talk about. Just got done talking about Matt Masker, some of his comments on On3.com. And saying that Scott Frost has taken a step back. And, and we've gotten a little bit of pushback on the on the text line. Once again, 402-464-5685. Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sutter Heyman text line. Alexander the Great says, All coaches are CEOs. Uh, true, but I would question you this. Do you think Scott Frost has taken a CEO approach the last four years? I would say no. I think a lot of people would say no. Bill and Bennett adds on the text line, says, With 52 nights and a wake-up to go, let's go to Dublin and kick some wildcat butt. Go Big Red. It's 50 days, Bill and Bennett. And the only reason I know that, I'll, I'll be honest here, the only reason I know it's only 50 days, Husker Football sent out a graphic today. So 50 days in a wake-up. As VJ would say, uh, looking forward to the season as always. All right, we can keep going here on this. The Big Ten Coaches Rankings. Going to be a quick segment here. Tom Fernelli of CBS Sports ranked the coaches in the Big Ten and I think I don't even need to open it up to the text line. I think you guys can probably guess where Scott Frost is. Probably towards the bottom, right? How about number 14? Last. Under Mike Loxley at Maryland. So here's what his little write-up is. Tom Fernelli, once again, of CBS Sports. Wrote up with on Scott Frost. His seat is as hot as it can get as the Huskers find themselves in desperate need of a successful season. And that not, might not be as big of a leap as you'd think. While Nebraska finished 3-9 and nine last year, it was a better team than the record indicates, right? We've heard that before. And if their Huskers can tighten up a few areas, special teams, hello, a bowl game should be well within their grasp. Whether that's enough to save Frost's jobs is anybody's guess at this point. So, here's what's interesting. From a national perspective, this is the tricky part. They're not going to pay attention to Matt Masker comments. They're not going to pay attention to Nebraska football recruiting and seeing the work that Mickey Joseph is putting in for the future. They don't. They don't pay attention to the whole Trev Alberts thing, saying you know, or restructuring the deal. What it truly means. They're looking at this national writers, and this is something that Nebraska fans will have to. Not get used to, but be familiar with seeing throughout the course of the season, right? Let's say Nebraska starts out 
three and one, or even God forbid, zero oh and one. The the articles are going to say, "Oh, is is Scott Frost done in Lincoln?" If Nebraska starts zero and one, I mean, we're going to be talking about it, obviously. But if Nebraska starts zero and one, is the, the articles are going to be, "Can Scott Frost do anything now to save his job?" And if Nebraska, let's say, is three and two heading into Week Six, a story on College Game Day is about to be Scott Frost. How does he save his job from here? What's the next move for Nebraska? Now, is it low-hanging fruit? Absolutely. Absolutely, it's low-hanging fruit. But once again, I would I would remind you folks that from a national perspective, national writers aren't going to look at, at Robin Washett's article, unfortunately, and go, oh yeah, Matt Masker, he's been there since 2018. He's seen Scott Frost at its worst, and maybe he's there's a little more substance to his ta- his quotes than it would be from the starting quarterback. And so get ready for a season of national interest on this thing because as Tom Fernelli wrote, his seat is as hot as hot can get. And we all know that. But me in particular, individually, I think Rico's in the same boat, DP, I don't want to speak for everybody, but this thing is a lot deeper than just on the surface of look who was 3-9 and nine last year. And that's why I wanted to keep bringing up these 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 angles to where how quick do guys get pulled? How how quick do they make changes? Whether that's at quarterback, what what's the recruiting look like? What's um, the stadiums look like? Because national guys don't worry about that stuff. They just look at the record and go, "Here we go. It's three and nine. Scott Frost is gone." It- what's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. It's five and seven. Scott Frost is gone. But there's a lot There's a lot more to it than that, I think. Especially when you add in guys like Trev Alberts, when you add in guys like Mickey Joseph, and you add in guys in the personnel of a multitude of transfers. There's a lot more angles to this thing, and it's not so black and white anymore. So it's it's going to be fascinating to watch. And I know I keep using fascinating, but... It's one of the few words that can come to my mind right now when, when we talk about Nebraska football. Because 50 days away, number one, we'll get to know a lot of answers about Nebraska, I suppose. I'm, I'm curious to see what the offense looks like. But also, like when we talk about the defensive side of the ball, what's that going to look like? 
How much does Nebraska rely on their their veteran linebackers? How much do does Northwestern or I don't know Michigan, Oklahoma try to throw the ball on an inexperienced secondary of Nebraska compared to a very experienced secondary of of Nebraska last year? Defensive line, how do you guys mesh? Offensive line, gee whiz, how do you guys mesh? Right? No, we have no answers, unfortunately. It's going to be, it's truly fascinating. Um, here we go. Unnamed Texter says this, you guys are taking, and I'll say Nick, uh, Nick, you are taking the Matt Masker comment way too far. Reading absolutely everything out of it that you can when it isn't that deep. I just think it's different. Like, that's what I'm saying is I would understand having that approach to it if it was a new guy or if it was a guy, if Matt Masker had only been here two years, like, I get that. But unnamed texter, I would say this, when before have we ever heard that Scott Frost is not talking, is not involved in the X and O's installation? Never. Never. So I just think Nebraska's maybe never had an offensive coordinator like Mark Whipple under Scott Frost, right? Never had a running backs coach like Brian Applewhite after Ryan Held. So, um, unnamed texter says, a media person kind of baited that answer out of him. Good point on the installs. Maybe. Once again, if you guys want to read that article, it's Robin Washit on 3.com. I just think... Now, I'm not trying to say, oh, yeah, Matt Masker saying that we're going to win 11 games this year. I don't think that's it. But it also shows that everybody's kind of on the same page in there to where they knew that a change needed to be made. And not necessarily a coaching change, but just a day-to-day operations change. And it tells us, like Nebraska fans, we knew, we've known for a couple years now that that the day-to-day operations may have needed to be altered a little bit. And and a big part of that is Scott Frost not being involved with the day-to-day operations of the offense, every little nook and cranny of the offense under Scott Frost, especially when he has an offensive coordinator and a quarterback's coach. We could have told you that two years ago, right? But that article tells us that Scott Frost has now acknowledged it. Which, once again, something that has not been made publicly, been made known publicly, I should say, or even talked about within the inner workings of the athletic department or the football program, I should say. And he's acknowledged it. People forget, I think Scott Frost is still a pretty young coach, unfortunately. Now, he has a lot of success at UCF, a lot of success as a coordinator at Oregon. But Nebraska kind of blurries and and, and puts a blanket all over of his previous success, and understandably so. But this is the first, not the first, this is one of the few times that we've heard Scott Frost acknowledge that he needs to change something publicly and be okay with taking a step back. Even when he's uncomfortable about it. I'm sure it's extremely uncomfortable. Think about think about the previous years. Scott Frost has not wanted to get out of the way, not wanted to get out of his own way, whether it's the little parts of the offense, whether it's special teams, right? Hasn't wanted to get out of its own way. And now, finally, after four years, it sounds like he is. And he acknowledges it. Even when it's extremely uncomfortable, and he probably hates it. He hates it. I'm sure he hates it. But the, the, the growings of a coach 
and and the growth can be shown by how their actions are, not just their words, right? And Husker fans are so tired of words from Scott Frost that they want to see action. And this offseason, from Masker's comments, there's been action. And not just coaching changes, but actual action that can help the Nebraska Cornhuskers hopefully find some success in 2022. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, uh, NHL draft was last night. We'll put a bow on this Husker uh, football conversation for about 10 minutes. I want to get to this NHL draft stuff. Uh, Rucker Rucker McGrory gets selected by the Winnipeg Jets, 14th overall last night. I want to talk about that for a moment. Get you guys some information on the NHL draft, how it works. Um, Some interesting things that I didn't know about the NHL draft. I found out this morning doing a deep dive on HockeyReference.com. So we'll talk about that coming up in a couple minutes. You're listening to The Captain Show. Nova Sean Jackson, Nick Sander with you on a Friday. We'll be right back on 93.7 Ticket. Bagels and... Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.